like her and she likes me. We both love the Lord, so what do we do next? Today we take a question on dating. Well, this is Considerate, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. As always, let's start right up top with the question that was submitted today. It says, what does the Bible say about dating? How can teenagers or young adults date in 2019 and still honor the Lord and grow into a healthy relationship with the opposite sex? I've been waiting for this question. You've been waiting for this one? Well, as in like I've been expecting this question. You've been expecting, yeah. Yeah, so it's a... An interesting topic, right. as usual. Um, Don't you love the diversity of questions that we get? Yeah, on, uh, for consider sure. It? Sometimes we get like some heavy hitter theology questions. We get real life ones, and uh, and now we have one on the oft debated and uh, talked about Christian dating. So this yep. is good. This is actually kind of a fun one to take too. Right. You're in a dating relationship. Yep, I am. Um, I'm dating is in uh, the distant uh, past uh, from uh, my life. Aaron and I have happily been married. Uh, my other wife or my other Aaron, <laughs> my wife. Maybe we should edit that right. out. But I've been happily married for eleven plus years to Aaron, uh, my wife, and uh, and so. Uh, and yet, the dating scene hasn't necessarily changed uh, right. all that much. And, and this is an interesting topic because in evangelicalism, in amongst Christian circles, it's an it's a debated topic. Like, what even is yeah. dating, right? right? And so, I think this is a great uh, segue into the question: what What does the Bible does the Bible say anything right. explicitly uh, about? Dating. That's right. That's right. And that's that's really helpful. And I'm glad that the question is even submitted to, in that way. And and um, asked a question like right. I, I love the the starting place. Mm-hmm. Whoever submitted this question wants to live a life submitted to the scriptures. Right. I, I want I want to, I want my life to be guided by the scriptures. And so, uh, what does the Bible say about it? Well, if you were to pull up like a BibleGateway.com search tool or something and type in dating, uh, you wouldn't find anything. Dating is not mm. a biblical concept. Yeah, um, dating is really more of a uh, a cultural concept that uh, I don't I don't even know like the history or when it like became a thing. You know, if you read about in the past, other cultures have more like uh, arranged marriages or um, or they're just much more quick to to get married. There was no long yeah. dating and engagement. Mm. Uh, type uh, of period in in a person's life and even the the concept that you see sometimes within christian circles of courting yeah isn't necessarily even a biblical concept it's more right. of a cultural concept mm-hmm. um that uh, finds its roots in uh, certain eras of of uh you know american life and and, and maybe into other cultures as well but you don't really find it the only really like uh, relationships that the scripture talks about uh, as far as like how to relate to the opposite sex are 
well, you have, um, you know, mother and son relationships, you have a parent child Mm -hmm. one, you know, and so I'll just speak in the, you know, kind of in the context of, of I'm a male. So like, you know, in how I relate to the female. So if you're a female listening to this, just kind of flip it over. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just for the sake of, of clarity in this. And so it speaks in terms of like, uh, I can relate to women as my mother, my mom. And, uh, um, and then there's my sister um, and my wife. You know, mm-hmm. those are really kind of the three big categories. You don't sure. find this concept of somebody that you're dating or a girlfriend or a boyfriend in, uh, in the scriptures. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't a concept in yeah. those days. Um, they would go and find a wife. You know, if you think back to like Genesis, um, when, uh, um, Isaac and, uh, well, Abraham was going to get a wife or for his son, Isaac, he sent mm-hmm. his servants to go find one and found, um, or was that, did he actually send Isaac and he went and got it? No. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, sent yeah. a servant for mm-hmm. Isaac, and then uh, and then Jacob actually went and found his wife, and you know had to work for seven years and all that stuff. But really, the relationship then was more synonymous with how you would treat your sister. Mm-hmm. That's probably the closest connection even yeah. today of how two unmarried uh, people uh, should approach one another. Yeah, and so how do I, how would I treat my girlfriend would be more closely related to um, this is my sister, right? And well, and, and that's interesting because then now then how do we how do we approach that? How do we approach this? Because yeah. our culture is a dating culture, right? Right. And, and right. I think some people in the past have then argued well then we shouldn't date because it's not in the bible right um so it's this it's this weird uh situation (laughs) right it is kind of weird do we just is it like a light switch and we just flip it on one day and all of a sudden this like uh woman becomes she's my sister and now today she's my wife and so and uh um and that that's it's kind of just a hard thing to do and Mm -hmm. and so is is dating wrong then just because we don't see it in the bible does that mean that a christian today in 2019 can't or should not date. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. We do live in a dating culture, and I think there uh, is a right way to go about it and a wrong yeah. way to go about it, just like with anything. And so, uh, taking the scriptures as our guide and thinking that way, um, I think it is helpful, even in a dating relationship, to have that mindset like, this is my sister in Christ. Or if you're a female, like, this is my brother in Christ. And there are things that we don't do with our brother or sister. Right. Um, now, that being said, the intent of the relationship relationship is the pursuit of a spouse mm-hmm. like a dating relationship i think is just that more so than just friends or mm-hmm. you know um uh, some type of relationship where you know we're 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 just here for whatever you know to have yeah. a good time together mm-hmm. well that's not dating like dating is the intent i would say to find a spouse the pursuit okay. of a spouse and uh, and and that should then kind of that's the end game if that's the goal whether or not it gets there, I mean, I yeah. think it's okay if you decide, well, you know what, this is a person that I'm not compatible with. This is somebody that uh, doesn't share the same core values, then uh, that isn't, while it's heartbreaking, it's not necessarily a failure because yeah. now all of a sudden you've learned and, and grown. And if you've done it honorably before the Lord and you've carried out your relationship in a way that glorifies him, it's not not always just a failure, even though there's heartbreak and stuff attached yeah. to it. Um but if you have, if you've treated that other person like they were your brother or sister, then 
then then you don't have anything to uh, regret necessarily right. before the Lord or right. that you've somehow now damaged this other person. Mm-hmm. If you've treated that other person like they were your spouse and done things that are reserved for marriage yeah. between two married people, then yeah, then there's there's a whole nother level of attachment uh, that uh, the Bible speaks very clearly about, you know, as yeah. far as intimacy goes. Well, and, and that's a good that's a good point to 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 make and as we're as we're talking about the subject that there isn't a whole lot that the bible specifically talks about dating but yeah. it does tell us uh what marriage is and what uh is reserved for marriage and that's where we can we can draw that line and know that that that's the word of god and we right. believe that and we're right. called to obey that right Right. Yeah. There are certain things. Uh, I was, you know, the one that we're all thinking about, you right. know, sexual intercourse that's right. reserved for marriage, a mm-hmm. committed marriage between one man and one woman. Yeah. Uh, that is a commitment for a lifetime. And there is a level, a depth of intimacy that is involved with that physical mm-hmm. act that God rightly so, beautifully so, has designed for marriage, not yeah. for dating. Um, and, uh, and to 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 um, engage in that prematurely is to really um, diminish the beauty uh, and the depth of relationship that God is designed to share with uh, one person, and so things like that are not. You know, not in a dating relationship. Right. Uh, you know, as you view this person as your sister or your brother, like that's you know, it's just not a part of a relationship like that. And so, so that that, that that's kind of the way that which the Bible talks about it. Right. So, so then, well, how do we? Yeah. You know, yeah like, what be, is it? Yeah, because then we're left with there's there's still a massive gap between meeting a new person. Yeah. And they're my spouse now. <laughs> right. So what? How do right. I? How I, meet, does, I meet a girl and it's like, hey, yeah. let's get married tomorrow. Right. Well, how? And right. Yeah, yeah. How do? How do we navigate that gap? Yeah. Right. And still honor the Lord. Well, one, we know uh, there's that that physicality, that intimacy that God has reserved yep. for marriage. So we know number one, that's what we're supposed to abstain from. Yep. Right. And so what are some more uh, yep. maybe practical things that we can right. we can be thinking about right yeah how do we how do we go about dating then mm-hmm. how do we go about getting to know somebody else right and uh let's say you're uh, going along and you know you're at church or you're out with friends or something and this girl or this guy catches your eye yeah um, what's you know like what's the next step well mm-hmm. here's, here's what i would say first and foremost be pursuing christ yeah you know um i feel like we talk about that on every episode here but that's what it's about yeah and uh, if that is your focus and you, as a teenager or a young adult who's unmarried, your primary relationship, not even just because you're unmarried, even when you're married, like yeah. your primary relationship in your life is is your relationship with the Lord. And so mm-hmm. be pursuing Christ as a godly young man, as a godly young woman, living right. out the biblical commands, desiring to, uh, to walk in the Spirit, to grow in the Lord, and make that your first pursuit. For sure. And as you are pursuing Christ, then, then God, in just the way that only He can do, He will bring you know a person, another person that shares those pursuits into your life. And so yeah. that's that's really step number one. Mm-hmm. You want to find a godly spouse? Go find the Lord. Right. And uh, and then you then you will. Now let's say you're doing that. Okay. Well then, um, then somebody catches your eye. Then you know. P- 
okay, go get to know that person. Do yeah. the normal socially in interacting things. You know, I know we live in a text world and a digital world. So, <laughs> we, you know, texting, however you initiate contact. Okay. I mean, we can't walk through all of those details. Right. But here's here's the thing in that. Let's say somebody does catch your eye is uh, even though a relationship is personal, it's between you and another person where uh, no relationship, even the marriage relationship isn't meant to be lived out privately yeah. or in isolation. Now, there are things that are personal, especially as you're married. You know, there are things that are kept between husband and wife, you know, sure. not with kids, not with anybody else. But relationships are meant to be lived out in community. Yeah. In community. And so as a, as you know, you find an interest in somebody else, um, then uh, begin to pursue that person within the context of uh, of a community For you know sure. of, a of your christian community. friends your right. church and and uh, and and here's even the primary thing within the context of your parents yeah especially if you're a teenager mm-hmm. um you still live in your parents household um you are still a you know a, a child um your number one command after you if you're a christian you're following the lord yeah um the next most important relationship is the one with your parents. Your command is to honor your father and mother, and it will go well with you. <laughs> and so let's just pause right here. If you're a teenager and you're listening to this, um, uh, awesome. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you are. But but hear me saying this. If your parents, rightfully or wrong, whatever you think about it, and they say, you know what? We don't date in our family. Whether you think you are mature enough, spiritual enough, whether you think you've found the one yeah your job your responsibility is to honor your parents for sure and so trying to date a person in secret or you know um, trying to hide it from them it will not hear me saying this it will not go well for you you know with that'll hinder your relationship with the lord and uh, and and your job is to honor your parents and and I would say, if you think it is, then convince them otherwise. Yeah. Show them how you are pursuing Christ. Show them your level of responsibility, how you can take care of yourself and uh, and do things around the house and how you can look after another person. Um, and uh, and not, not in a, you know, in a pesky, persistent, obnoxious way that is, is going to be seen as just foolishness with your parents, but... Um, have a mature conversation if you're right. thinking mature then have a right. mature conversation with well, your parents to and, talk it out and that brings uh you know that sparks another question of is there uh an age then where we should not date or start dating or you know right. what what's the where's the right. threshold on right. that is there an age just you know well, well it's again one of those things that the scripture doesn't yeah lay out for us mm-hmm. you know yeah, okay like, once you hit 13 then you can date. Right. And, and it was interesting what you were saying of that maturity there, not even yeah. just uh, as a person, but even spiritually. Uh, I think that is the biggest indicator of, of if someone should date, right? And that right. kind of goes in with that's why you need to be in community and, right. and be around people that can speak into your life and say, you know, this is a good decision or maybe this is something you should right. wait. Right. Yeah. If you're not earning your own cash, if you're still like living off of mom and dad's dough and in, in your mom's still making your bed and doing your laundry and you know, you, you don't even pick up your plate and put it in the dishwasher <laughs> and you know, you're not doing anything like that. Yeah. You can't even take care of yourself. Then, you know, in, in the context of like a dating relationship, yeah. you don't have like, you don't have any business right. trying to t- take care of somebody else. Well, and, and that so. goes, get goes back to the point that like, Dating, there's an intention, yeah, right. And right. if you aren't uh, reasonably prepared 
for that end game, that yeah. goal of being married, then you probably should not be uh, in that on that right. course if right. you're not ready to right. to reasonably be there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, I don't think you're ever like quote unquote ready, ready perfectly, sure. but you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, premarital counseling, all mm-hmm. these things are good, you know, as you prepare for marriage, but. Um, but there isn't just like a finishing school that exists that's like, okay, now this person is ready for marriage. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a foundation that mm-hmm. needs to be poured, but some of it is. Yeah. So, uh, so we've gone so far, so far with um, be pursuing Christ, right? Yep, yep. That's step one. Uh, and number two, be able to have people around you and be honest with yourself about, am I mature enough yep. and spiritually mature enough to be yep. now pursuing someone? Am yep. I ready? Am I in a place in my life where I could reasonably be have right. a spouse right, right. yeah uh, and then so then after that what what are some just practical um things that we could think about in trying to honor god as we pursue a potential spouse right. as we pursue a potential spouse that's right well let's let's just take the like the in the community a step mm-hmm. further because i think that's a key thing now now that always raises the question to can we ever go on just like a date by ourselves? so yeah. let's say you're beyond teenage years let's say you're a young adult you know the question uh in, includes that and so can can a couple go out like on their own well yeah i would i would say yeah you know if these things are in place yeah why 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 not you know as long as it's out in the open there's there's uh you know you're going out to eat or something in a restaurant yeah. going out to have fun you know it's just you and and her um uh yeah like why not? Right. I think there's a, a line, there's a level of prudence that, mm-hmm. you know, okay, it's late at night, back at their place or things like that. That's just going yeah. into the danger zone. Mm-hmm. And you're just setting yourself up for all kinds of temptation. Sure. And, and the, I mean, <laughs> there, there are very few that can resist the, that kind of temptation. Right. But as long as, you know, like if you're out and, and your community around you, you're, the small group that you're involved in, others that care about you, that are walking with you through this, that know like, hey, we're going out today he asked me to go on this day with him and and uh you know and so you're going out your parents know like even if you're a young adult like sure invite your parents into it you yeah know? um especially if your parents are walking with the lord um you want their input into it right they know you best and so you want your mom and dad's input for sure um uh, you want your spiritual leaders those that are within your small group those your small group leaders you know if you connected to your pastor others like you you want them as people who love you who are committed to your growth Mm -hmm. to your um your life living to the glory of god you want their input and so invite them into the process and mm-hmm. so can you go on dates on your own and spend time together well sure of course go have fun together um can you do that in a group setting yeah by all means definitely do that go right. on group dates hang yeah. out all together um but to say like okay we can we can never spend time by ourselves. i mean maybe yeah not. yeah i think yeah. i think they're the the principle is, is just balance and discretion right mm-hmm. like um balance in the sense that you should be spending time uh, with this other person in community, in yep. their community, in your community, yep. you know, in places where each other's people can speak into their lives. And, you know, a yep. lot of the times we can be uh, infatuated with the other person and see things that maybe, you know, other people that love us and care about us can't see or, right. you know, vice versa. Maybe there's great things that we don't see about this person that other people can see. That's the benefit of of having that relationship in the context of a community, right? right? But at the same time, balance with you want to also be spending time 
appropriately alone with this person to know like can you right. guys carry a conversation are you guys um yeah. compatible and stuff like that right. and then being discretionary in the sense like putting yourself in good uh not putting yourself in bad situations right. not being unwise and in, in where you're going and when right. and alone right you know right and that's that's really what the principle is here you know if you're right. listening to this and hoping that okay we were going to give like black and white lines yeah. like okay at this age you know, somebody's able to date and at this age somebody's ready yeah. to be married and you can do this and you can't do this mm-hmm. uh relationships just don't work that way right you know the, it's a balance of wisdom and prudence mm-hmm. of of walking in your relationship with the lord with this person yeah. in the context of a community of people that love you and right. so here's like another step if you're dating somebody that maybe lives in another city or whatever and and as much as you can inviting uh that person that you are dating or interested in to come and be a part of your community invite them to church invite them to be around and to get to know this person very intentionally so yeah and seek that input like mm-hmm. hey what do you think of this guy yeah. what do you think of this girl um you know can you see us together there are there glaring things about him that i can't see you know yeah. just recognizing that we might have rose-colored glasses about this person yeah. because they're so cute or everything mm-hmm. and others are saying i don't, I don't know yeah right it shouldn't it shouldn't come as a surprise you know where like you're it within your church context and then like a month later you're like hey i'm getting married to this person everyone's like, like you're what what yeah no it should be a natural thing it's like yeah we we could see it all along we're just we've we've just been waiting to when you come around to see that yeah uh, that's like the ideal context right and uh, not just this like surprise now hey i've made this decision and i want you to put your stamp of approval on it mm-hmm. um that's that's not necessarily how community works. Like we live out vulnerably together, and uh, and seek the input and the wisdom and the value of the people around us. And so, so that's I, I would say that's the way that it goes. And and that that runway for a relationship, especially with the end goal, the pursuit of marriage, it's different for everybody. Sometimes right. you know it's just obvious mm-hmm. after a month or two, and sometimes it's maybe like well. Maybe this is going to take a year or a yeah. couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, before really know. And that's that's okay, especially right. when we think the end goal of marriage, which is a lifetime commitment. Right. And, and we never want to just rush the process because we're lonely now as a single person. Mm-hmm. And then we find ourselves stuck in a lonely marriage. Right. It is better... If, heard matt chandler and others say this that it's better to be lonely now than stuck in a marriage and lonely for right. a lifetime well and 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 for me i've been thankful to god to be able to to surround me around uh just couples as i've been young and been able mm-hmm. to to be close to marriages and and godly marriages and you know um you know we're all sinners and so i've been able to experience and be a part and be close to those situations and i think one of the biggest things that i've been able to learn is the 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 big commitment the the just the weight of that commitment that it is to be married to another person right and especially as christians when we think of that commitment yeah uh it's a completely different ball game of dating it's not like the next level no 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 right. it's a different game yeah it's something else it's, right it's it's a next level and i think uh, even as christians sometimes we just think oh it's just the next 
you know, like iteration of me knowing this person, you know, you know them, you like them, now we're dating, now we're married. Yeah. And it's like, no, like marriage is this intense commitment, you know, the same way that Christ commits to love us when we reject right. him and he comes after us. Yeah. That's the that's the mirrored, that's the parallel, you know, when you marry someone. And so, yeah, like you're saying, that process for everyone is different. Yeah. Um, but going through these things, especially starting with, uh, understanding the gospel, I think, is a is a massive thing. Right, right. Yeah, it is. As as you've referenced Ephesians five and Colossians three, like the Bible uses a marriage relationship as a picture of mm-hmm. the gospel and yeah. our relationship with Christ. And so, again, if we're like thinking through dating, and that's the goal, like we want a marriage that uh, mirrors the gospel in Christ's relationship with the church and church back with Christ, then then even as we're preparing to do that, we want to make sure that we're leading down that way. And so how can I honor right. uh, this person? Uh, should that be the end game in or the end result in, uh, in this dating relationship? Mm-hmm. And so can you date in a God-honoring way today? You bet. Mm-hmm. Is it hard? Yeah. It's been hard in every era. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's not impossible if we continue to, um, you know, just to kind of sum up, if we view this other person as a brother or sister in Christ, as so we desire their spiritual good um, before anything else, yeah. and uh, and we have that kind of end game there, and we're living that relationship out in the context of a biblical community, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's possible, and it's good. Um, no matter what age you are, if you're a teenager, yeah. young adult, or you know, if you've remained single into your 30s or 40s, same kind of, same kind of thing. Right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.